The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Right on time there, buddy. For a fucking change. Yeah, well, try a 16-hour flight with these yahoos. Believe me, mage, you try to get them off your ship as fast as possible. Uh, they can't be that bad. Kalax people don't like G-forces, so they would have to stay in stasis, right? There were only two of them. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. Not exactly. Ah, oh, oh, well. Huh. All right, there's six of you. I, I thought there'd be two. I assume that is because you reproduce sexually. I know there are limitations with building additional units in a structure. Additional? I am J-Lock, the primary budding source. K-Lock is my first bud. These are my additional buddings. Mulak, Nylak, Prylak, Roslak, and Shmoo. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did you say his name was Shmoo? Shmoo was only budded a few cycles before. It has not reached the first stage of maturation to bud, and therefore cannot carry the name of Locke. Sure. Uh, okay. Whatever. Look it. Um, so thank you for coming, because you're, um, your primary bud here could really use your help, and to be honest, I'm out of ideas. What precisely happened? I think it was the G-forces. I don't, I don't know. Look, so we took a turn way too hard, and he just won't come back together. He just, he, look it, I've called every doc I can, and everything the Kingery has to offer, but the information Locke gave me just isn't good enough. Which Locke? Uh, who, what do you mean? You stated a Locke gave you information on our species. Which one? You, what do you mean, which one? I just said, K-Lock. If you know the particular bud to which you are referring, you should use the appropriate name. We are not psychic. Uh-huh. Thank you, Mulak. I will keep that in mind. That is Roslock. I am Mulak. Is it not obvious? Oh, Jesus, fuck me. Enough with the talk of sexual biology. No one in my family would ever engage in such an inefficient and useless means of reproduction. You insult me and the name of Locke. <laughs> All right there, listen. You want to talk about the fucking your son's been getting into? And you are assigning male pronouns. Ugh, how vile. You animal. Look, Nylock. J-Lock. Ugh, Nylock, J-Lock. Fuck, Lock. How am I supposed to tell you all apart? You look like piles of loom. <gasps> you would dare to assume we are not individuals? Can you not tell? I am clearly the secondary bud. Enough. Majorino, you will take me to my primary bud this instant. Then I do not wish to ever see your face again. You insult me. And my people. Ugh. Just right this way. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Why is she so obsessed with fucking everything? Ah, oh, sweet Jesus on a cracker. 
Do not shoot them. Do not shoot them. <sighs> Namas fucking day. I can't believe I told the boss I'd actually look up information on the fifth family. I mean, I mean, what exactly do I think I'm gonna find? I mean, I guess it's good because it means the boss trusts me. And I'm sure the answer is in there somewhere. But I should really be getting to work on the actual maintenance stuff I need to do. Although, I mean, broken pipes are gonna be there even if we get taken over by some mysterious family. So it can be someone else's problem. I can figure this out, right? I mean, first of all, I can run the details of the way all those people died and see if there's anything that could do that. Maybe it's a poison or something. Of course, that could take all night. And I really should work. But we have a pretty solid group of suspects. And if I could help narrow it down with the obvious evidence, then that's one less person to try to wheedle information out of. What am I even doing here? I'm a wrench. I need to go take care of my work orders, not try to solve some weird, hollow novel crime. Oh, this can wait. I need to go back to work. Oh, come on. No, no, you know what? I have to go. Shouldn't they? Oh, relax, darling. I didn't want you to stay cooped up. And the doc didn't seem to have a problem with it. You sure about that? Because she ain't here, and I feel like I stick out like a sore thumb. I didn't want to go out. And you even said you thought it was weird that she was asking you out. So you brought me for what? Day three? Four? Two. And I know. But... I wouldn't trust anyone else with me on a mission of such vital importance. What? Well, if the good doctor's got an ulterior motive, I figure one of us can suss it out. If she knows something about the fifth family, I know we can figure out what that is. How? You got a good nose for when people ain't being honest. Better than you like to think. You get to know her, and we'll see what she says. Besides, uh, you can't mourn Vesper forever. It, it's, it's not what she would want you to do. So just try to enjoy yourself. I promise. It'll be worth it. Oh, now that ain't fair, and you know it. No, it ain't. But never said it was. Samantha, you're a sight for sore eyes if there ever was one. You know, Asa, I'm starting to think that you are far more charming than you let on. I'm glad you came out to join us, Sox. When Asa mentioned he was worried about you, we both thought it would be nice if we could hang out. You know, see each other, maybe when I don't have your head cracked open or something? <laughs> right, yeah, of course. If I may, madame? 
<laughs> oh my, you are putting it on a bit thick now. Swear to God he doesn't know the difference. Look, I just know a lady of class when I see one. And you, Samantha, deserve to be treated with class. You don't know nothing about her, Asa. For all you know, she comes from some nothing-doing family and nobody's. Uh, you know, no offense. <laughs> oh, none taken. I've dealt with Tommy Arkell for years. Believe me, I know how to handle backhanded compliments and teasing. You've got a point, though. Asa here hasn't really asked a whole lot about my family or where I'm from. Oh, so what you're saying is, I'm doing a better job dating you than he is. That's not surprising. <laughs> Alas, my wounded heart. I am saying that if it were a competition, you would probably be in the lead. Yeah? Well, uh, if I was trying, Doc, believe me, I'd smoke him. And you could tell me whatever you want. Where you're from, where you've been, what you like, <laughs> who you like. I'm a real good listener. And you're a good talker, too. That was smooth. Although I did have every intention of asking those questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to him. This guy still eats those damn red dwarf sandwiches for every meal. Believe me, you do not want the mustard breath. Come on, give it up, Doc. Tell me a bit about yourself. <laughs> well, as long as the offer goes the other way. I'm an open fucking book, Sammy. Sammy, huh? Yeah. You got a problem with it? No. And for the record, I am from a completely boring, nothing-doing family of nobodies. My life was infinitely more interesting once I got through medical school. And then, of course, there's Tommy. And boy... He makes me feel my age. <laughs> and here we are. I've been told this is some of the best cheese on the kangaroo. Even Tommy doesn't have it in his private stock. Uh, wow, that's that's awesome. There is Cooey as well, since I know that is your favourite, and a bottle of ginger sap. Not the sunset, however. I've decided I want to keep the association of that particular vintage to other things. That's... Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I've been told there's another Horatian opera performance tonight. Razak the Bold. I thought that would be enjoyable to watch. Tilia, are you unwell? Hmm? I expected you to at the least be grateful. I will admit I was hoping for a more amorous response, but I would be more than satisfied with gratitude. You seem very distracted. Are you sick? What? Oh, no! Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm sorry. Is it something I've done, then? I... Uh, no. I know we discussed additional programming for me. I thought it was because you enjoyed what we did in SOL. Was I mistaken? No, no, believe me, believe me, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, you weren't bad at it or anything, I just, uh, 
I just got a lot on my mind. That's all. Dear, if you have something that troubles you this deeply, then I'm more than happy to talk with you about it. I care about you. You... <laughs> Do you? I don't understand. Okay, this is going to sound really stupid, and it's nothing against you, all right? It's just... Sometimes... Look, I spend a lot of time putting you back together, okay? And then sometimes you're just... You're different. And, and when you and I worked together before, I mean, we were clearly colleagues. And I just... I can't help but wonder that, you know, you wouldn't have... Wouldn't have wanted to date me if I hadn't been the one to fix you. We have discussed the nature of the reticulum and how it relates to my personality matrix. You've expressed something but support and understanding that my artificial intelligence is no less valid than your organic intelligence. Right, right. But it's all still programming, right? I mean, what if what if you never cared about me like that and I messed it all up because I was trying to fix you? And what if I just what if I'm pushing you into something and I don't even know it? I don't want to do that to you. I am not a simple personal computer, Tithia. I'm far more complex than that. I know, and that's not what I mean. Then what do you mean? What if I accidentally programmed you to care about me? I tried so many different things, okay? And I, I don't know, maybe I fucked it all up and this is going to come crashing down because it's all a big fucking mess. Tithia, stop. I can assure you that I am perfectly capable of knowing my own mind, no matter how many subroutines it contains. I care about you because that is my decision. I have enjoyed every moment of our time together, even before we engaged in personal hobbies and romantic activities. I told you before, I want to spend time with you. I love to see how you see the world as an organic. It is simply a difference in how we perceive the world, not an indicator that we're not compatible. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to say any of that, and it just kind of came out. God, I feel like a fucking idiot. Clearly, it's been on your mind for some time. If you told me sooner, I would have had the same answer. It's just this whole fucking month has been a fucking nightmare, except for the time that I'm with you. And now with this whole fifth family business, I just... Oh, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. The fifth family? Yeah. The boss thinks that... Maybe they're the reason all those people died at the memorial service, and, and, and that maybe that's what happened to Vesper. And now... It's just got me worried about everyone and everything. You do not need to worry about me. But I am worried about you. Is there anything I can do to help? I don't know. I mean, this is way over my head. I don't know anything about this family or anything. Wait, maybe you do. If I knew anything I thought would help you, I would certainly say so. Is there some, maybe, information on the reticulum that you could get? Tivia, I... I am not a computer. That is incredibly insulting to assume that I am here simply to answer your question as if I am a, a search engine. Hebe, come on! That's not what I meant! I... You thought you could ask me to look information up on the reticulum because I am a source of knowledge. Because I am an AI. I resent that. 
It seems to me the one of us who should be questioning their motives is you. I will give you time to do so. Enjoy the cheese. Hebe! I'm sure there was an easier way to do that, Maddie. Yeah, well, it makes me feel better, so don't knock it till you've tried it. Are you sure about this place? This hotel's seen better days. I, I mean, those servos were so broken you could kick the door down. It's one of the only leads we've got, and my dad never told anyone about it. And what makes you think we're going to find anything in such an old lead? The building had a blue mold scare a ways back, and considering we're in the red light district, the owners never bothered to fix it. Just left it here to rot. A lot of people just left their stuff here, couldn't get back in. Maddie? Uh, I think I found something. That data pad is about as old as the ones we found in that box. Yeah, and this one has a name on it. Jeremiah Poole. That's our guy. He's the one Dad thought was in charge of laundering money through this hotel back in the day. So this is his room. Question is, where did he take the money from here? I don't know, but this place is a wreck. A lot of water damage. It's gonna be hard to find anything that still works. Yeah, well, how much you want to bet this deadlocked safe still works? Holy smokes, I'm surprised you saw it. Well, bring me that safe cracker and I'll show you how I spotted it, rookie. You see that seam in the back of the dresser? False panel. In a place like this, those are just about as common as peepholes and loose flooring panels. I didn't think anyone still used this kind of retro stuff. Just because we have all this technology doesn't mean it's the first thing people think of. Now, let's see what you were hiding, Mr. Poole. Credit cards from the casino. So Akel's laundering his own money? That doesn't make any sense. It's not the currency that matters, it's who it's going to. See? Waterstone's fine spirits. Where is that? He gave us a big stink when his shop was raided a while back. On the Kingery Thoroughfare. The Kingery. Season 9. Episode 5. Lock. Stock. And the Barrel of Questions. Featuring the voice talents of M. Sierra Garcia as Major, Kevin Schwab as the Pilot, Jack Koch as Jaylock, Moolock, Neelock, Rosslock, and Schmoop, Perry Whittle as Hooks, Renee Christine Jones as Socks, Edward Herman as Asa, Kim Giannopoulos as Doc Briggs, Jason R. Wallace as Hebe, Catherine Pride as Tithia, Christopher Gilstrap as Cal, and Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline Gray. Written by Catherine Pride. Story by Jeffrey Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Pete Milan, Catherine Pride, and Perry Whittle. 
Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All other music by Kevin McLeod. Directed by Dave Morgan. Assistant Director Bruce Busby. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2017, Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. Magari. Copyright 2017, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Two houses, both alike in dignity. Something like that. Next time on The Kingery. So, uh, how are you feeling? <laughs> like emotionally? I'm happy, I guess. No, 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 no. I, I just mean like, in, in general. I'm getting a lot of awkward pauses out of you today, Sephram. What's this really about? Captain, I regret to inform you that your boyfriend... Oh, call him that, you monster. We're both grown-ups. Your boyfriend is leading an impromptu parade through the middle of Kingery Plaza. Again. And who is they, Dad? They. Them. The ones trying to get you. The fifth? <laughs> what? The fifth? What? Fifth column? Fifth element? Plead the fifth? See where that gets you? Better off with a fifth of scotch. Got anything to drink? Who are the fifth, Dad? Only at PendantAudio.com. Is everybody having a good time?